we last left the Cabal, there had been a murder. A couple murders. Because when the Parallaxes appeared and cut down Blanche Floor with their swords, in retaliation, our Parallax and one of the Ethels pulled the life energy out of him, wasting him away to dust. Several other Parallaxes disappeared as they are wont to do, leaving only the Cabal, the body of Blanche Fleur, and her brother and niece in Numa and Alora. Numa explained to you that there was a problem with the giant snake in his yard, and he needed you to go inside of its mouth. So he aladdined up this massive stone snake head and invited you into the mouth. But he let you know that if you were to venture inside, you would need the protection of his family, a protection that he claimed could only be given through marriage. While Parallax was initially intended to marry Alora. At the very end of our session, the Ethel with her throat slit, who is cursed from breaking the oath that the other characters were under, offered a matchbook to Alora in interest of winning her hand. Alora stands there looking at Parallax. Numa also stands a bit off from the group, looking at all of you with displeasure. I'm looking back at him with displeasure. I, I stepped in almost offended. I'm like, what? Ethel? No, no. I was fated to do this. It's supposed to be me. I, I, I'm flattered that you would want to help in this situation, for sure. Are but... you kidding me, Parallax? You're going to marry someone who's not even awakened? You know how unethical this is? I look around like, are you, are you surprised? <laughs> <laughs> also a version of also a version of you just killed her family it might be a little bit damaging to marry you now and we don't uh, exactly know we need a marriage i mean do we really trust what what nemo saying go down into snake and figure it out yeah yeah, what Numa's saying is the easiest thing to do but you know we need to do what's right there's a time to choose. We need to choose what's right. Well, I will say that Launch Floor faded for me and Alora to, to wed. However, if Alora would have said here and now that she doesn't want part of this, I will accept her decision. Have any of us asked Alora what she wants to do? Forget. Alora is standing right there, looking quite flustered. She's looking at the matchbook. She's looking at Parallax. If you want to, you can roll an insight check, sorry, an empathy check to figure out how she's feeling. But she says meekly, I'm fine with whatever will help my family. Can I do a mind um, spell to figure out what's like, what she's Hand, but it will cost a mana. Oh, right, I forgot. I don't have any more mana. I can give you a mana. 
I'll suck one out of myself and give her one of and give them one of mine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, like right now, because that'd be helpful. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I'll just roll empathy. It'd be a wits empathy check. One. She does That's seem prepared to go through with it. Okay. Um. Are you, so it's a prime gnosis, of course, to channel that mana. I think I, okay, yeah, I'll do that first. Uh, and eight, nine, and ten count reroll tens, correct? Victoria, did you get any successes on the wits empathy? No. So yeah, you're having a very hard time reading her. She's like an alien to the Ermengards because she comes from this powerful family, but she seems to want to help them. You can channel up to four points of mana from yourself into Hannah. I rolled a four. Do you want to channel four points of mana into Hannah? Uh, I'll give Hannah two. That's still absolutely wonderful. Okay, Thank you, Mona. <laughs> Get ready to do the little mind spell. Um, as you start to cast your mind spell, Numa raises his staff, and there's a kind of glow in the back of his eyes. He is going to try to cast Supernal Dispellation. It's a contest of wills against this powerful Tirsus mage. Do I notice that he's doing that? You do as you cast the spell. Okay. And I'm gonna use a point of willpower to, because now I know he's trying to prevent me from knowing something. Can I also interfere? Um, you may, if you would like to, interfere with Numa's spell. Yes, I would. <clears throat> I think I will cast well, remember when I gave Parallax like little extra boost in his magic? Mm -hmm. I want to cut that off on his end. Yeah, you can see how Numa is trying to reduce the mana flowing through and to Hannah, but yeah. you're going to try to undo his spell. So roll your Prime Gnosis as well. It's a clash of wills. Numa for his part does roll quite well. And I don't get any entrees, so I roll a two. With two successes, you just barely reach into her mind and you can see Numa is not pleased about this as like you are reaching into Alora's surface thoughts. You get to ask two questions because he also got a five. And with Mona powering up your spell, Um, can I ask a maybe more detailed question, like, 
what does Laura know about the marriage pact? Like what was, what was she told about it? You realize that Alora has been raised to believe that she should marry someone from a very young age. She's been essentially indoctrinated and you can see someone, shadowy figures, maybe her mother and father, explaining to her that one day she will need to marry. And your second question? Um, think about it because Numa yeah, was like, what does Numa not want me to know? Yeah. Um, can I ask if uh, like what she knows about the snake entrance and about that family tie to it? She doesn't know anything about the snake entrance, unfortunately. Oh. She is shocked and surprised to see it rise from the ground and Numa slams your connection shut as he forces his way through Mona's spell and he leers at both of you and says if you cast another spell upon my bloodline while I am on my property I swear you will not make that mistake unscathed yeah but it does make you look suspicious Numa what are you hiding you are a member of the Mysterium and you should know that secrets are power. You will not be taking my power. You are here to settle your own debts. You have caused this problem and you may rectify it or you may face the justice of the Concilium. The Concilium is not even complete. <laughs> but it will be shortly, he says. Hannah scoffs and goes, authority figures. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm going to cast out. a spirit spell. Um, I'm going to put up a spirit shield. Okay. Um, he gestures around and pulls spirit energy from around on the grounds. And suddenly there are all of these like statues and topiaries that rise out with spirits of guardians in them. They look like those hounds and he begins embodying them, pulling them forth and giving them physically manifested forms. You can recognize now that those hounds that attacked you, they bear Numa's mark. He has glowing runes upon them. Uh, and he's going to summon forth four of these spirit creatures, which all look severe. They're kind of like monster dogs. And is this really necessary? We're like mostly going along with your plan. He looks over at Parallax and says, I will need a moment to prepare the ritual. Would you care to wait inside the mansion or would you be interested in exploring the relic? And he nods to the snake. Hmm. About snake. And just Let's check it out. Would love to see the, the relic. That would, uh, I think, be the wise move here. But I definitely want to say a word to Alora, though, before for now. Oh, can she come with us? Would that be wise? 
I think so. I'm, I'm After everything that's happened? Yeah, she knows nothing. But she could be used in a more ethically way. Yeah. <laughs> ethically sourced. Ethically information. This little torture, no death. More consent-based participation. Yeah. After you tried to cast a mind spell on Laura, Numa does not look like he is having Alora go with you into the mouth of the snake. And he says, Alora will be staying with me. You may uh, proceed to the entrance chamber, but I would go no further. There are powerful magical protections that keep intruders from impeding upon the ruins beyond. Question, is the snake like made a snake on the inside? I'm worried about my boots. It is in many ways made of, as you say, snake. That sounds awesome. The ethels take their shoes off and stockings. <laughs> Numa raises his eyebrows and says, I will be with you shortly. You can expect my knock. I will sound it thrice. Okay. I just shake my head and walk away. I kind of whisper to Mona, like, let's figure out a loophole. Figure out what? A loophole. Oh yeah, for sure. We're so good at loopholes. We broke that whole pact all by ourselves. Mm -hmm. Is everyone proceeding into the gullet of the snake? Yeah, definitely. I'm gonna give uh, Alora a little like curt nod before I like head in there. Be like, see. She gives you like a tiny smile. Who's going first? I'll go first. I got my prime sight on and then two of my shields as. You uh, can only have one shield up at a time. That's right, I'm sorry. Um, I have the prime shield and my prime sight on. So with prime sight, you can absolutely tell that this snake is magic. If you'd like to cast supernal vision, you can ask more questions about it as you unveil the mystery, but descending down into the darkened corridor, there are low lights, green and blue flames that emerge from torch holders without any torches, the flame moving on its own. It's clearly magic and all of you can tell. The snake slopes downwards and as you are going down into the darkness with the torches illuminating on your left and your right you can see that it opens into what seems to be an impossibly large room it's cavernous with a vaulted ceiling there's a raised walkway made of stone and the walls Go to the left and right out of view of the torchlight. The ground below, not on that walkway, seems to be mostly in darkness, but there's something faint on the ground there, 
moving like coils, like thousands of snakes. And after the walkway, it proceeds onwards into a further tunnel. And is actually pretty excited about the snakes. <laughs> uh, can I use supernal vision as my praxis? Um, and can I, uh, um, give myself some night vision? Thank you. Yeah, like cat's eyes. Easy mm -hmm. to spell. Yeah. Um, I am holding my wrench and like looking through the rounder edge. Uh, looking through and saying in Atlantean, um, uh, machine god, show me how this, uh, uh, show me how this works, how this thing works. With your sights, you can only add one of those, so you'll add plus two to this role. Well, I got zero successes. As you look at it, it's so unclear to you. It's like you're looking into part of the machine god, but like a strange alien gear that you just don't recognize. It's form is all around you. It doesn't even seem to be a series of gears, just one massive gear. If you'd like, you can spend a willpower to try again as you diffuse your pattern into it, but you know that that could be dangerous. It's one of my obsessions, so yes. All right, spend that willpower, it adds three dice, and you can roll that pool again. Is anyone else using any other mage sites? Um, so I was successful with my cat eyes, but I also have a uh, spirit sight on. With spirit sight, you can tell that this whole place is a massive spirit. And it also seems to have some spirits. So spirits are made of other spirits, so this is not uncommon to see a spirit with spirits inside of it, but you think that those snakes down below are both part of it and their own spirits. You can tell with your new cat eyes that the snakes down below are midnight black and green and that there are many, many of them. So many that you cannot see the floor, but you can see where the walls extend outwards. And in those outward walls, you can see that there are carvings. The carvings depict a snake, you think, weaving backwards and forwards on itself, forming some sort of tapestry. Um, can I roll? Um, I guess a, a cult or academics? It would be a cult rather than academics, yeah. plus intelligence. I know nothing about this. Yeah, so you're 
you're not sure what that means. Um, but I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to describe it like, oh, there's some really, there's a ton of snakes. They're just, if you don't like snakes, don't look down. But there's also a cool carving with a snake and it goes zigzag. And uh, I have no idea what it means, but maybe it means a thing. What kind of snakes are those? Down below, they're black and green and um, in a large quantity. Well, do you know like <laughs> what kind of snakes they are? I can roll and find out. Let me think about also, it. I rolled a five to know how this machine works. So as you are staring... Actually a six. Okay. You are like looking at this strange deer and there's something about it that reminds you of Parallax. When Parallax casts his time magic, you think you've seen an echo of this snake as if the two were linked. There is definitely something fundamental, primordial about the mouth of this snake which you are in. You sense that it... (gasps) And I was using it as a praxis. Oh yes, so that's even more successes. Do you have any questions that you want to ask being inside the mouth? So eight successes, I think. I have so many questions, but which ones to ask? Who made this? You don't think anyone made it. It reads to you as though this snake has always existed. Is this part of the machine god? Oh, most definitely. Everything is part of the machine god, but this is like one of the base elements. When things were just starting up, this was one of the first gears set in motion. Whoa, okay. Quick question. When I was awakening the second time, was this location on the map as one of the locations that got enveloped underground and disappeared hard to tell you were out in space so you like you couldn't tell for sure but you do think that there was something happening uh around north america oh man okay so it's basically the god machine oh this is so cool so you guys see mona like her jaw drops and just whispers like, you are the God machine, I love you. Um, Oh my gosh, this is so cool. Does this match any of your obsessions or aspirations? Yeah, my obsession is finding out how things work. Take a beat, an arcane beat specifically. Okay. Uh, Also, you regain a mana because it was an exceptional success on that roll. Awesome. I 
I'm going to think about my other questions while other people are going. I'm in shock and awe. Uh, yeah, you aren't going to get too many further questions without taking more rules, though, because... How many do I have left? Um, you don't have the full seven. It's because there was a difficulty that you had to get past. But how many do I have left? One. Okay. Yeah, I could ask, like, there is something, I've looked at it before and it, it looked wrong, like it was broken, right? There is something wrong with this gear. It's like it's oily and it brings you back to your dream voyage. You remember seeing someone there and this is like a dream. So you didn't remember it until now. You remember seeing Parallax there covered in that thick viscous oil. It's the same oil that's on this now. And it's like it's slipping. It's like this gear isn't turning everything properly because there's just not enough friction. It's not finding purpose, not finding purchase my question is because i'm pretty sure i know how parallax is ruining it it's because time's been folding on itself and that's just not good it, like there's so like you're like accordioning and like accordion accordioning our time, folding it all over each other and they're still existing instead of one not existing anymore. Um, yeah, I guess my second question will be how to fix it because my second obsession is save Boston, the town I love. And to save that, I need to fix this. You feel like it is right now being physically manifested into this world, but it doesn't belong here. It's being tethered into physical reality and how you would fix it is to push it out of physical reality. Like into a different supernal world? Which one? Unclear, but the world most closely related to time, of course, would be Arcadia. Okay. Parallax pulls his power from. Um. Which realm do the lightsabers cut into? They cut all sorts of stuff. Okay. I'm going to tell my friends. <laughs> Double. I'm going to say, okay. What I gather is that this snake is part of our world. It's, it's natchy, but it doesn't belong in our world, it belongs in Arcadia. And I turn to Ermengarde, um, I mean Ethel, I turn to Ethel. And I say, Arcadia is another supernal world. There are different supernal worlds, ta-da. <laughs> uh, <laughs> learning moment. Is death a supernal world? 
Yes. Hmm. Um, so Mona, something you said reminded me of when the snake was looking at me, the sky snake, not the underground snake. Um, I noticed, so I realized that like it, it is the world, but it's not part of this world. Exactly. But it could change if it became untethered. I don't know exactly what that means, but maybe it's like oh, putting yeah. the gear in a different place. I'm not sure. So it's in our realm. <clears throat> It's been pulled out of Arcadia and into our realm because there's something with our realm and I look at Parallax that has pulled it in and is messing it up and we need to put it back and fix it because hail, hail the machine god. As they're having this conversation, one of the Ethels, the cursed Ethel, begins to hear strange whispers in the back of their head. Are they nice whispers? Friendly? Unclear. It sounds as though there's multiple people talking over each other. And as you listen to it, you think that it's coming from back the way that you came outside the mouth of the snake. Can that Ethel wander up closer to the mouth of the snake again? As you walk out to the mouth of the snake, you see that there are people waiting here on the patio. There's a hedge maze on the grounds here. And they seem to be wandering out of it, wearing masks. They are all milling about. It's a pop-up party. And the whispering isn't coming from them. But it is coming from somewhere just around the corner of the mouth of this snake. Oh man, Ethel's don't learn. That one's gonna follow the sound around the corner. <laughs> the the other Ethel's wanna know what are distracted. They wanna know what the machine god is from Mona. Uh, oh, the machine god. It's basically God, but it's a machine. Gears are everywhere. This is what our world is made of. Yes. Like a robot god? Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure he has no feelings and doesn't play favorites, so he's ruthless. Or she, it, it's ruthless. And that's in the snake? So is the snake? The snake is part of it, yes. If my knowledge of God, non-machine is correct, Snakes are bad signs, evil omens. No life is evil, just is living their lives. 
Does Mona have any occult history on snakes? Yeah, definitely. You can roll that. Are we still at the like entrance entrance or like, is there space to go in more? There is totally a passageway beyond this antechamber. So the antechamber kind of like goes out and comes back in with the snakes. There's the walkway across. None of you have walked across it yet, but then the corridor continues past there. I think Hannah's just gonna slowly walk over because they can see a little bit better down the path. Yeah. Be like, I'm gonna just scout ahead a little bit. Like, we're still right at the beginning, and I don't know when Numa's gonna show up. Is something growing on? that corridor, as you look down about 40 feet into the corridor, there are these strange purplish vines that are covering the walls and ceiling. Just don't go too far, it's cursed. Maybe I got one success on the snake. Um, snakes, definitely biblical snake is the one who tempts people. Um, you've got snakes are trickster gods in a lot of cultures. You also know that Parallax is a professor of folklore. He was doing a book tour about it. Parallel, do you? I was. What'd you say, Victoria? I said Parallax. Do you know any snake stories? Uh, I imagine I do. Let me roll some a folklore check to see how, how many uh yeah how many uh, folklore stories I'm aware of. Oh yeah, I definitely did. I got four successes on knowing snake stories. So I know about Medusa. She has you know snake for hair and does some gnarly things. Yeah, what else would I read? <laughs> Hydras, dragons, they're oh, all snake-based. Yeah. Um, sure. Snakes are symbols of potent power. They're often associated with healing and wisdom. And you remember that thing that you saw back in the Maison de Lyon when you were talking with Blanche Fleur. There was that staff of Asclepius with the snake twisted about it. Right. On the outside, the Ethel sees these people and is walking through their midst, and the whispers seem to be coming from that hedge maze, but also they see something perched on top of the hedge maze, its shadow that raven from before. Crow. Shadow. It looks down at you. Why are you here? Is this, you know, that maze? You go to a lot of different mazes. This is a different maze. A sister maze, you could say. That maze is all mm, 
deadly, death-filled. This maze is much more beautiful. I live here. You live in a maze? Well, I live everywhere that I am intended to be, and this is one of the places. Do people at this maze have guns? Not most of them. At least they don't shoot me. Comforting. Sorry about that. Um, do you know anything about the wedding and about the snake and why we can't go into the snake? Well, I know a lot of secrets about that snake, but I'm not supposed to tell. That's one of the things I'm known for, not telling secrets. Could you make an exception? Do you have a secret that you could tell me? I didn't really write my book report last year. You know, the big one for English. Is that a big enough secret? I got an A on it. Probably didn't deserve it. I paid a kid. These secrets don't compel me. I need more. And he kind of like ups up and then he flaps back down and says, my master would be very displeased with me if I told you what he's learned. The whispering continues. It's not coming from the bird. It's coming from beyond the bird. All right. I'll kind of brush off the bird then and keep going. Can I put my death sight up while I do it? Yes. As you put up your death sight, you see something strange crawling through the bushes on either side of you. There are these black tendrils of death. They look kind of like snakes. And then they wrap around you and you roll death gnosis. Earthcapital is cursed. <laughs> How many unfilled health boxes do you have? On this apple? On this apple. This apple has four unfilled health boxes. All right, let's cut back to the inside of the snake then. Oh, that Ethel. <laughs> Goodbye, that Ethel. Uh, the group is talking about the God Machine when there is a rap upon the stone of the corridor by the entrance of the snake three times. Mm. We're not ready yet. Time is of the essence, as you know, Numa's voice echoes down. We are all waiting for you. I thought this house was in a time bubble. What? 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 Don't open the door. There is no door, but you can't see him from your angle. Okay. I want to call Chain Paris. Okay. I hold up my wrench, bring, bring. 
as you do that, you know that your forces magic should be able to call anywhere, but there's a strange static through your magic that like it hurts your ears for a moment as you hold the wrench up to your head. There's no signal here. Then I want to learn more about this place. Uh, can I study the scene? Yeah, you could roll an investigate check. So maybe a wits investigate. Uh, and I'm going to add two for speech. Uh, it's not a magical roll. It's just a mundane. Oh, okay. Two With two successes, you notice that there are carvings. You think that Hannah was talking about them before. And you yeah. can kind of see them start on the wall near you and work your their way that way. It looks like the snake winding back and forth upon itself. You also see that on the side in the pit of snakes, there appears to be something white. Accio white thing. I use telekinesis to lift it out of the snakes. Or at least move the snakes aside. I want to see what it is. Okay. Roll your telekinesis as the snakes move to the side. Won't take I'm using um, a praxis. Oh, nice. Um, can I add two for speech? Yes. I'm going to yell. Hack you a white thing. Yeah, but in the language of true magic. Of course. I got two successes. With two successes, it does. It raises up. The snakes react to that moving, but it does come towards you. It's a rib cage. Oh, Hannah, I think these snakes might be carnivorous. I mean, snakes are. (laughs) (laughs) But like, that's a rib cage. Is it human? Oh, like a human rib cage? Like a human rib cage. Yeah, that's probably one of the traps. Someone probably came in here not knowing that they had to be married, and uh, that's what happened. We don't know if it has to be married. Yeah. Um, can I examine the vines at this end? How close are you going to them? Pretty close. I like plants. Okay. As you step out of the antechamber, the vines move towards you. Uh, that's friendly. I'd stop walking towards them, um, but I'd like to uh, investigate the spirit of these vines. Yeah, spirit gnosis. They uh, continue to grow towards you, though. Mm-hmm. Oh dear, that's uh, one success. Hmm. Um, the vines are not a spirit. Uh, 
but there does seem to be a spirit associated with them. Do you want to ask any questions about that spirit? Um, well, as they keep coming towards me, uh, I'd like to know their bane. <laughs> um, so the bane of the spirit that is with them, so the vines are not a spirit themselves, but the there is some sort of spirit that is associated with them, and the bane is not being fed. You think that these the spirit that is with these vines needs to be fed regularly. Um I don't know like what it eats though, right? No. Um Okay, uh, can I try to I'm not exactly sure what life spell this would be, but starve the vines. I don't know if Yeah, you could use a life like a wither or... spell on the vines, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I'm also gonna say, guys, there's some really uh like aggressive plants. Um I only got one success. As you start to wither them, they grow towards you faster as if reacting to that. Um, and they're just, they're moving at a pace that vines should not move at you now. Okay. Um, cool, cool, cool. So I'm backing up and... Are you backing up all the way to the antechamber? Yeah, like kind of keeping distance so they don't get close, but however fast I need to just keep them however far as they are. Hannah reaches the antechamber, the snakes begin to react, layering on top of themselves, almost like a wave of snakes is beginning to form in this room. Perhaps we should leave as per Numa's suggestion earlier. And, you know, perhaps do the whole marriage thing that he also said was required for us to be in here in the first place. People mm. disagree, agree, you know? I, I think we should go. I agree to leave. Let's go. Agreed. How quickly are you all leaving? <laughs> Hold on one second. Where's Ethel? Yeah, where's Ethel? Say all the Ethels to each other. <laughs> you lost one? We're down to three. <laughs> all you Ethels are just alike. Keep <laughs> uh, Well, I don't think they went forward, so maybe they left. Okay, and the Ethels are yelling, Ethel, Ethel, on their way out. <laughs> uh, no one answers that, but you do reach the top where that stone patio that had been abandoned before now has Numa. He's changed his clothes into a finer outfit, uh, standing with Alora, who is in a white dress and veil. He put this together quite quickly, it seems, but also he brought guests many guests. Mona, awakened guests. They're all mages, pretty much. 
There are some spirits here too, Hannah. Looks like spirits of servants. No mortal servants are here, but there are beings who are serving what appears to be refreshments to the people, though most of them are not partaking. For the most part, they wear masks. The shadow chorus is here, standing apart. Ooh, I've got a roll of thing for groups of people in masks. Uh, that's resolve composure, right? Sure is. Mm-hmm. And you take a beat. The people here, some of them were at the oath swearing ceremony. The woman with auburn hair, the brusque man who Parallax bumped into with the shaved head. Kumiya's here, wearing her white vanity mask. She looks quite beautiful, and she actually stands close to the entrance. Also here, in a mask, is Chain Paris. You'd recognize him from his curly hair and his white suit. Just the guy I wanted to talk to. Uh, I'm going to walk over to Chain and wave hello to Kumia. She nods at you. She's wearing a mask, so you can't tell what her expression is. Chain says, excellent, when you disappeared, I had wondered where you went. Oh, Chain. What is this? (laughs) I could ask you the same thing. Many of us were summoned here by a woman named Blanche Fleur, a powerful time mage. But she has yet to show up, and now Numa has taken upon himself to use this gathering. He leans in closer so that no one else can hear to declare himself the Hierarch. Parallax, what are you doing? as you step out. Uh, I definitely notice that they're all very nicely dressed and I'm just like looking at what I'm wearing. I'm like, I, whoa. <laughs> so I I, uh, I go up to Numa and I'm like, I, I have no issue in partaking in this ceremony. But that being said, I am sorely underdressed for this. Perhaps we can uh, mm. accommodate that. Yes, I, I understand modesty and appearance is quite important for our kind. Uh, I will have one of my manservants bring you inside where you can select from my wardrobe. Excellent, thank you. And uh, a spirit of a butler walks over towards you and uh, gestures for you to walk through the crowd with him. Yeah, yeah, I, I follow. As you walk through, you notice that there is at least another person who you recognize here. It's the tattooed man. The one who you tried to kill. He's wearing a mask as well, but it doesn't cover his lower face and doesn't cover his tattoos, nor does it cover his anger seething beneath the surface. I feel okay. I don't think he'd be brazen enough to act right now especially amongst this crowd of other awakened members and not to mention the potential future hierarch. So yeah, I'm just gonna, I'll, I'll 
make a note that he's there, but he doesn't bother me. Is his friend there? The girl with dreads? Roll a wits plus composure check as you look out at the crowd. Victoria, what is Ethel, what are the Ethels doing in this crowd? All right. Well, the Ethels are trying to find the missing Ethel um, currently, while also trying to be as unnoticeable as possible because they are also not dressed for this, and no one offered to get them something better to wear. Rude. Um, but yeah, they're they're kind of going around the outside, um, trying to find the other Ethel. Death side up on all of them, least other Ethel is, you know. Many of these people here are killers. They have touched with death. There are no ghosts here. But um, each of the Ethels can roll a wits plus investigate check as they search through the grounds. Uh, With zero successes, Mona, you don't see uh, Eve here. You actually, you just recognize a few of the people at the oath swearing ceremony, but you don't even see the man with tattoos. There's a lot of people here. There's a lot going on. So the group is splitting up. Hannah, what are you doing? I uh, failed my role. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So you've gone into a fugue state and are just looking at all the people, looking at all the people and remembering things. It's real bad. It's not good. Do you want to go back into the mouth of the snake, freeze here, attack somebody? Um, well, if I'm remembering the masked people, surrounding me and coming to get me. I want to run, so yeah, I I would. Back up into the snake mouth? Yeah, unless the maze is closer, but the snake mouth is the closest place to run. I think that's where I would go, Yeah, unfortunately. Um, And Mona, you don't notice it, but Hannah's just gone. The Ethels are gone. Parallax is gone. The whole group has left you. But I don't notice, so not a problem right now. In a moment, you do recognize that they are all missing. How many successes did the Ethels get on their investigate checks? Ethels didn't do great. So two younger Ethels both got zeros. I'm going to say that they have been overcome with the fact that they're now barefooted in public and they're fixing their boots and fixing their clothes and not paying attention to what they're supposed to be doing. Older Ethel got a four. Good job remaining older Ethel. There's a area separate from the others. And in that area, there is, with your death site up, what looks like a tendril of death energy. And you see another one. It's like they're all leading back towards, there's a a shady spot beneath a tree where there appears to be an umbrella and all of these tendrils are all leading back to that umbrella. Like a, like a rain umbrella or like a patio umbrella? Like a rain umbrella or like a sun umbrella. 
just like a personal it's pretty large actually like a parasol um all right older ethel is going to get the attention of the younger ethels and they're gonna go check out the umbrella um, yeah you can get the attention of one of them but they're pretty spread out you'd have to like really move around the party all right i'll, I'll grab one of them Two Ethels on the way to Umbrella, one Ethel lost in the party. As you walk towards the Umbrella, it's a decent distance away from the rest. You see that there is a woman with gray hair, their back turned to you, and all of the tendrils seem to be emanating from her. You walk a little bit closer a little bit closer and she turns towards you. Her eyes are gray and blind and you recognize her. It's your grandmother. Oh no. The murdery drowning grandmother. <laughs> Hello, granny. <laughs> Say the Ethel's in uh, synchronized. <laughs> is my grandmother dead by my understanding or still alive by my understanding she's still alive okay yep and they look at you she waves a gloved hand and then motions for you to come closer under the shade of the umbrella um Older Ethel's gonna pause for a second. Younger Ethel immediately walks toward her. Um, which Ethel? Do all the Ethels have a Byron? Or does only one Ethel have real Byron? How did the Byron situation happen when we duplicated the Ethels? Well, no one has checked on Byron since the duplication, but only the younger Ethels had a Byron. Okay. Okay. Um, just curious. So as younger Ethel approaches your grandmother, she says, we've been so worried about you. And to think that you are here with our good friends and family. How have you been, dear? I've been learning a lot, Granny. Oh, good, she says. I'm so glad that you've been learning a lot. Can you show me? Sure. And younger Ethel is going to try to cast, okay, how about this? Younger Ethel is going to try to cast that withering spell she saw the older Ethel's cast on Granny. Um, probably can't do it, but older Ethel is going to see what she's doing and going to cast it at the same time. Okay, so kind of like uh, it's a fake out because the younger Ethel, as they 
Um, technically, if you want to overreach, you can rot away your grandmother. I mean, my biggest goal is to end my family line. And this is the grandmother who put me into the maze, if I believe, for um, questionable purposes. Yeah, so you can add a plus one bonus because it lines up with your obsession. Um, if you'd like, you can... Uh, so the younger Ethel can rot the flesh. It's much less damaging, but it is going to be overreach. So that means that there'll be a chance of paradox. And how lethal does the older Ethel want to be? Um, very. Okay, so you can overreach and make it aggravated damage. So both Ethels roll their death gnosis plus a yantra if you'd like to add one. And the younger Ethel will be doing bashing damage and the older Ethel will be doing aggravated damage. Okay, so I'm gonna say that older Ethel does like the drawing the symbols in the air thing. Um, Younger Ethel, I think, is going and will speak in high speech. And younger Ethel will just try to speak in high speech. Okay. Okay. Um, That's plus two to both of their roles. All right. We'll roll younger Ethel first. So younger Ethel. God, I have too many character sheets. Hold on. Younger Ethel has. And. Um, it, it should be known that this is a wisdom sin. I assumed. Younger Ethel rolled a six. Mm-hmm. Older Ethel. Older Ethel only rolled a four. As they cast those spells, the withering, the rot that they are trying to inflict upon their grandmother is met with something that you haven't experienced before. It's kind of like she just takes it in and lets it wash over her. Her face wrinkles and ages and then wrinkles and de-ages. She does end up taking a little bit of bashing damage, but she used some sort of death magic and just stopped most of the effect. Um, She says, ah, excellent. Strong without any training. And then pulls from around her the shadows of the umbrella and darkens the environment. It consumes the younger Ethel, surrounding her in pitch black darkness. Oh, she just shrieks. A sound I won't make on this camera because people listen to this, but shrieks. (laughs) Um, Everybody, well, Mona hears that.
Um, okay, so I want to study the scene. Okay. So you start looking around the scene. Roll me a wit's composure to see exactly where that sound came from. Um, and you start studying things. What do the Ethels do? Okay, so one Ethel is maybe dead. One Ethel is plunged into darkness right now. Um, one Ethel, the other Ethel that's with her is also in darkness, can still see the first Ethel. She's out in the sunlight because she didn't get cl that close, but she can see that the other Ethel has been like covered in darkness. There's just darkness all around it. Um, can I try to... Uh, older Ethel is going to cast a death ward or shield or whatever it's called on her and that Ethel. Okay. Um, you can't see her to cast it, unfortunately. Darn. Um, all right. She's going to cast it on herself, and she's going to yell to that Ethel to do the same thing. Okay. Is that death gnosis for both of them again? Um, you just, you can just reflexively do it by spending a point of mana. It just happens. Okay. Um, oh no, I didn't get a pencil. Sorry. I rolled a four. Yeah, you definitely see this patch of shadow through the crowd where that scream came from. Several people are looking in that direction and Parallax walks outside dressed to the nines. Not I'm gonna yell at Parallax. <laughs> you think I'm bothered? No. This is happening. Do you want to explore the snake or not? Uh, listen. We can explore it a different way. So it's to say this to Parallax, you have to literally yell across the crowd. So perhaps I'll walk closer to Mona so she doesn't have to do that. All right, so you start walking towards Mona. Mona, you are? Um, I guess as he's t walking towards me, I am telling Chain everything. It's very, so you started to tell Chain about what? What exactly have you been telling Chain? Because this is pretty important. The snake machine that he can see in front of us? He can't see it. Okay. Well, he can see the mouth of the snake. He understands okay. that. Yes. The mouth of the snake is attached to a snake that is part of the machine god. It belongs in Arcadia, but it's been tethered here because of Parallax. Um, Numa obviously wants to be the new Nemean but we can't let that happen. I mean, I guess we could. Um, and also, we need another way into the snake because this marriage is not ethical. Okay. Also, um, I'm pretty sure we're just walking right into a trap that Numa's setting for us. Parallel. So, you have explained that to uh, Shane, who is listening thoughtfully, but he's, uh, he's still thinking about what's going on as Parallax has walked up to you. 
back inside the snake, Hannah, you come to. You are here alone in that antechamber. And on the left and right sides are snake beings. The swarms of snakes have risen up on your left and right. They're just kind of like snake in there. What's up, guys? <laughs> or I, with my spirit say, like, are they spirits or are they? Uh, so they are both embodied animals and they have a spirit attached to them. So the spirit says to you, you trespass. What brings you to this? We've been invited by the Leon family to do something important here. You have been invited to do something important. They repeat after you, wiggling back and forth. It is to die. And the snakes on top of Hannah. So we'll have you roll an initiative check against the snakes. Meanwhile, as the younger Ethel hears her other self yelling to put up a death shield inside the darkness, what does she do? I mean, she'll do that. Okay. Yeah, your death shield goes up and then you feel a hand on your arm. Granny? And at that point, a death spell is cast. And Great Granny and that Ethel disappear and the shadows disperse. Does she drop her loot on the ground or is everything gone? Everything's gone. Okay. The parasol, the umbrella does fall to the ground though. Uh, Remaining, older Ethel's still there? Yes. Older Ethel's gonna go pick up the parasol and look at it. It's just a normal parasol? It is a normal parasol, but it does have a strange theme for a parasol. The theme is snakes. I'm gonna fold it up into my hand so I have it, but it's closed and go running back towards where everyone is. Um, Just before you leave, you can see that there's like an after image here on the ground. It looks like there was a rip from this point in reality to death itself. Younger Ermengarde has been dragged into the underworld. Oh God. That's one of the supernal realms. (laughs) Um, Technically the underworld, well, so 
the realm of death is next to a supernal realm called Stygia, which is the realm of death. Um, and with their death magic, you think that you could follow through that tear if you'd want to do that. Hannah, how many successes did you get on that roll? Uh, at my initiatives, eight. Okay. So the snakes go first. Yep. And they land all over you and they begin to bite you. You twist out of the way of several of their bites and several more strike against your hardened, you still got life armor, right? I had spirit armor on. You take two points of bashing damage. Mm-hmm. And um, most people would be affected by a terrible poison at this point, but you have the ability to control poison within your body but you Mm -hmm. can tell that your blood is trying to like clot and turn solid as the snakes bite you in several different places. Nope, don't like that. Definitely going to not let my blood do that. What are you doing? Um, uh, Lightsabers are not great for close combat. Um, like I imagine there's like a swarm of them. There are, and you're covered in a swarm of snakes right now. Okay. Um, can I, okay. So swarms can be up to size one. I couldn't turn into like a swarm of mongoose. (laughs) I don't think you could turn into a swarm of mongoose, but... You could turn into a swarm of other snakes. They might not be able to tell that I am not snakes like them. It's possible. It's either that or try and do um, a howl from beyond in a severe outwards. Um, I think I'm going to do that to get them off me. Okay. Is how from turning beyond... into snakes would be a little more risky. <laughs> yeah. Is how from beyond a praxis for you? Um, yeah, it is. Okay. So roll your spirit plus gnosis and you can add a single yantra like high speech for a plus two bonus. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm probably going to say like, basically back off in high speech three and because it's a praxis that is a critical success that's right um and you can impose a condition on these snakes that they are cowed as you thrust back it hits them with tremendous spiritual force and they are thrust off of you you've shaken off the snakes um they'll take a penalty on attacking you if they want to continue to do that and you would gain a bonus to intimidate them yeah that's what my next thing is is going to Uh, I'm going to say like how dare you I'm going to make myself as big and scary and possible like how dare you I am life and spirit and I I control everything that creates you okay Um, roll that check probably it's intimidation plus presence check 
I forgot I have persuasion not intimidation. <laughs> well, um, and my presence is one. You want to spend a willpower on this roll? <laughs> yes, yeah, five. I do. Yeah. Uh, because they are cowed, you get a plus two bonus on this check too. Great. Okay, cool. So that's one. That's uh, three successes. With three successes, they kind of like stay back. They kind of lower down, not all the way to the bottom of the pit, but like just the top. So they're just barely looking at you. Lots of little beady black eyes as their heads all bob back and forth. They're not currently attacking you. Um, and you hear them whisper to themselves, is it the one? Um, can I try and remember what May said about the life, spirit, destiny thing? So you have a destiny. That destiny is tied to this place. Yeah. How do you, how do you invoke that destiny? Because I have three dots in that merit, but I'm not sure how to use that. Each chapter, you have a pool of destiny equal to your dots in this merit. All right, you can either add three dice to any roll, or you can re-roll up to three dice on any roll. Cool. Um... So if you had any failed dice on that intimidation check, you could, in fact, just roll three, three of them again. Um, that could drive your three successes to an exceptional success. Oh man. Okay. So I have fabricate fortune. Mm -hmm. So I could convince the observers that I have a fate, even if I don't have that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it can use it, use it trick conditional spells. Oh yeah. Okay, so I'm going to, I don't know if I'm fated to go in there, but I'm going to try and make it seem like I'm fated to go through this door. All right, is it a rote or will you be spending a, spending a mana? It is a, oh, actually, is it? It is not, it, it's a man, um, I spend a point of mana to do it. Okay. I'm going to pull my way through that door. <laughs> um, okay, so that's two plus my nurses. Um, And do I just add the destiny dice? Um, since it's a spellcasting rule, you have to add a willpower as well, but then you can also add the destiny dice, yes. So I have to spend a willpower to use a destiny dice, or is it added on top? I think it's added on top. I only have two willpower left. Yeah. Uh, can I raise my lightsabers into like a heroic stance? Yeah, for a plus two bonus, you totally. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that instead. Cool. All right. Great. I got a success. 
it sort of seems like you're supposed to be here and the snakes are waiting. They say, we are hurt. Will you heal us? Um, uh, I say, uh, sort of as like a persuasive, persuasive statement of, do you think that the one wouldn't heal all life and go to try and heal them? Do I know? When you look at their life signs, they all seem to be do. They all seem to be healthy. All of the snakes here seem to be very healthy. But with the spirit sight? With the spirit sight, the snake spirit of this room also seems healthy. Okay, so I'm going to say my statement and then say, do you think that the one wouldn't heal you? I'm at your service. It has come to heal us. It has come to heal us. Proceed to the heart. We need. <laughs> and the snakes kind of like come up but they're not like attacking you and they kind of like start slithering down towards that corridor with the vines leading you onwards I'm gonna look back okay. outside Numa is in the middle of a grandiose speech Parallax is walking up towards him he's like we are coming together we can solve our problems i will lead you to greatness in a way that the nemean never could he was a brutal master and at this point um ethel what do you do are you running up and interrupting the speech or are you just um backing around slowly uh yeah so older ethel um who is the one that had been to like the other parallax realm before, so has seen the loss of many other Ethels, leaves the riff and is sneaking back through trying to find um, Hannah and Mona um, and Parallax if he isn't engaged in the ceremony quite yet. Uh, it looks as though Hannah is missing, but Mona and Parallax are both up where the ceremony is occurring at the mouth of the snake. You do see the other Ethel in the crowd and you also see the tattooed man who's looking at you. Is tattooed man in close proximity of other Ethel? Not particularly close. Okay, I'm going to, uh, you know, notably look away from his eye contact and kind of like <laughs> myself through the crowd towards other Ethel. Yeah, you totally reach other Ethel who is maybe watching Numa at this point. Um, and I'm going to quickly kind of try to fill her into the fact that, you know, we saw grandma and we saw grandma. We tried to kill her. It didn't work. She took the other younger Ethel. Do you have Byron still? Check your bag. Does she have Byron? She does. Byron is still in the bag as she unzips it. All right, good. Um, 
and the other two are up in part of the ceremony now and Hannah is missing, right? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to kind of grab other Ethel and continue to like er, 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 through around to the outside and we're looking for Hannah. Okay. Um, that is a search that will not be particularly successful. And as Numa goes about with his speech, he says, and I will end this threat. I have selected one of the Parallaxes, and he looks over at Parallax, to join with my family and avenge my sister. He will rectify this problem. Uh, I'm certainly, certainly, like, internally thinking, like, yeah, we'll see about that. I'm just, am I sitting next to Alora or am I like? Uh, yeah, you're very close to Alora and Mona and Shane and Numa, in fact. Yeah. So I like, I, I whisper to Alora, like, if this isn't something you want to do, this is the time to speak up. She's been brainwashed. <laughs> She's going to want to do this. Uh, she leads me all the outs. And she says, don't hurt me. wouldn't dream of it. He would. He killed me. <laughs> He's killed me before. She kind of like nods. And Numa says, by my right. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, Satan. I'm interrupting. Ah, he is affronted by your interruption. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. Chain looks at you like, oh, all right. <laughs> okay. What this government needs, this council is unity. Now, you keep saying that, you know, you want to be the Hierarch and the Nemean. I do not want to be the Nemean, he says, affronted. I'm sorry, I thought you did. I want to replace him and be better than the Nemean. Yes, yes. But like, you need to, if you're going to be effective, you have to unite everyone and not just the counselors, but also the adamantium arrows and the free council. And you haven't like shown any effort to do so because the adamantium arrow are going against what the counselors are saying. The counselors are divided. Like, you're just like not, I don't think you're the right person for this position. Exactly my point. We need unity, he says, kind of like blowing you off. Roll me a presence plus expression check to okay. affect the crowd. And he's going to try to counter sway them. He says, the arrow will listen to me once I am named the hierarch. And this one is wit's presence? Uh, it is presence expression. Okay. Okay. Nope. Zero. Can I, can I uh... Um, everyone notices you, but your speech just doesn't seem to convince them. Um, can I spend my last willpower to roll again? 
Uh, I'm going to say that Chain notices you like having trouble reaching the crowd and he is going to interrupt Numa, putting his political capital on the line. Uh, and he says, we cannot be picking a new hierarch now. We need to let the matter sit and the counselors, the counselors alone should debate what to do. Numa, you are a counselor and you will have a voice in that decision, but we should not be picking a new hierarch until this matter is settled. Thank you. And Kumia says, I second. And Numa looks so mad at the three of you, but doesn't say anything. I mean, there's only Hydra left. Like, like, Fleur is dead, so majority rule. We'll discuss this matter once Parallax, he looks at Parallax, has seen to the problems within. Okay, and then with that, we can get in a different way. We don't have to do this wedding. I hear your objection. And then he looks over at Parallax and over at Alora and says, and do you also feel that you can get in a different way? That this is not what should happen? Can I cast interconnections to see if their fate has been altered? Yes. Uh, but as you do, Parallax, what do you say? Uh... I, uh, well, um, I will just say that, um, uh, four before he, she died, faded that this was meant to be. And knowing that she was a very powerful mage, I will defer to her expertise and let it be her dying wish that this were to happen. And so you see, my sister has brought light and life into this world, even through her death. We should honor her memory. And so do I ask you, Parallax, do you take the Leon name and agree to marry this woman? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. She is an unawakened person who's been mind, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Brainwashed into like thinking she has to marry early. She hasn't like- ha I have not been brainwashed, says Alora, and she looks kind of defiantly at you. I, I want to marry him. That's what a brainwashed person would say. <laughs> and yeah, Alora gives you a dirty look. Awkward. <laughs> I'm trying so hard, but I'm just one person. I want to cast forces on Parallax's lips and seal them shut. You could also just steal the sound away from him. Oh yeah, but I'll do that. All of the wizards here will see that you are doing that, pretty much. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. 
I'm going to increase the friction on Parallax's voice box so hard that he, lo he loses his voice due to irritability and inflammation. Um, you can kind okay. of do it, but it would also kind of take life magic to do that, I would say. I but you can definitely, like, heat up the air around and make it very uncomfortable for him to speak. Sounds like you're just trying to give me a sore throat. I am. <laughs> yeah, so for some reason you're having a very hard time speaking, but what do you say? Uh, if I'm having a hard time speaking, no, I guess I'm just going to... I'll just say yes, if I can get that out. If not, I'll give like a thumbs up. Yeah, you can you can say a short sentence easily with... Say man and wife! Man and wife! <laughs> Yeah, I say yes, I do. Yeah. And I will take him as well to be my partner, says Alora. And she's going to reach out and take your hand. And I reach for hers. And so, as the augur of House Leon, I declare it so. They are united in name and spirit. There's a change in the snake beyond. It kind of like shifts. He nods at you and says, the next move is yours, sir. And to our guests, we will be adjourning. We're the council members. And he looks over at Chain, kind of mad. We'll be discussing the future of the government. Someone find Hydra. Uh, Younger. If you want to unite everyone, you should also include a member from the Silver Ladder, the Admantian Arrows, the Gardens of the Veil, the Mysterium, and the Free Council. If you want to be their leader, everyone has to be involved in this voting process. I believe well, they had no say in it. Quite enough for now. We will be as inclusive as we can. To think you, a savant of our order, misguided, you would have been better with the free council. Younger uh, Ethel, go ahead. Sorry, younger Ethel is going to like interrupt them. Go, wait, 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 stop. It is this girl's wedding day. Parallax, you're not gonna kiss her? What are we doing? It's her wedding. <sighs> and she gets, folds her hands very defiantly, like in between, like obviously this is the more important point. <laughs> looks at Parallax. Let's not argue who killed who. This is a happy occasion. Well, clearly this is a non-traditional ceremony and personally I like glance at Alora I feel like there are much more pressing matters than hand she I look at the snake there's plenty of time for all of that later Ethel looks so disappointed in you her wedding day At least on the cheek. Uh, 
Uh, I'm gonna look for Hannah. So Hannah, did you follow those snakes? Yeah, I'm worried that if I back out now, they're going to no longer believe that I should be following them and attack me again. I want to go slowly though. Like, and hope that wedding wraps up so someone comes in after me. So yeah, Mona, you look around, but Hannah is just gone. They have disappeared somewhere. The remaining mage guests all start coming up to Parallax to congratulate him and congratulate Numa. No one seems to pay much attention to Alora. Kumia and Chain kind of take Mona aside and the Ethels are left standing in this haze of strangers and odd people in masks. Chain essentially explains to you that he'll try to keep Numa in check here while you deal with what's going on beyond. He senses, and he looks over at Camille when he says this, that you have that they haven't seen the last of the Nemean. Oh yeah, he's still alive. What? Yep. I had in spirit or in, in physical form? Um I'm pretty sure in physical form. Kumia says, how many times do we need to kill him? I don't know. How many times did you try? You can't see her expression from behind the mask, but she doesn't answer that question. Well, anyway, Hannah told me that they found them in the woods. Um, does Mona know who their alter ego is? Did you tell me? Okay. So yeah, we found them in the woods and then we chased them because they had turned into a bird and we chased them to like those three buildings on the farm. Three buildings? Yes. They had a name. What's your intelligence plus composure? Thank you. Um, my intelligence is four and composure is two. Oh, you would remember that it's called Witch Hollow Farm. Okay, I say that. I say at Witch Hollow Farm, we followed the Nemean. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they, uh, they are listening intently to everything that you're saying about the Nemean. Uh, it seems that they are not all on board, but give me a wits empathy minus two of masks uh just one okay there's something up with chain and you can't tell what it is but when you're talking about the nemean he seems to let kumia do all of the talking and he just listens which is customary for him but usually he'd chime in with more sage advice and he is just listening and taking it all in but honestly, I don't think you'll have any, like, as long as you two unite, I don't think you'll have a problem with Numa becoming the new hierarch because then he would just be self-appointed because honestly, everyone else, their other two positions, the well, other three positions are empty, so. Mona, I, I don't oppose Numa becoming the hierarch necessarily. We need someone to lead the council and 
I don't see many other volunteers. I agree, I know. It's difficult, but he's a bully. It's just not right. Hmm. I understand, but sometimes you have to pick the best of bad options. Yeah, I guess like, I just feel better giving him a hard time because I hate him. Uh, there's a bunch of people who are talking with you, Parallax, many of them who you've never met before, and they're all coming up to you to offer you their congratulations. And you also get the feeling like they're trying to like feel you out for what kind of person you are. Are you saying or doing anything in particular? No, I think actually I'll, uh, I'll make sure Laura is like right next to me to make sure that they're included as well. I'm mostly, you know, uh, acknowledging their their um, congratulations and being very you know polite as as best I can be. Is there any chance I overheard that conversation between Chain and Mona though? No, they took uh, me aside. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll just I'll try to be as polite as I can. Try to you know be civil and uh, like I don't want to say upper echelon, but like you know very prim and proper yeah that's what yeah. sounds like maybe a manipulation plus socialized check to impress yeah, that sounds, that sounds reasonable. and doing well yeah, on this definitely count towards clearing your name which i know is one of your goals that is i got one success with one success, uh, they are kind of like wary of you, but they're at the same time, they're like, okay, yeah, they like this person that is connected to an established member of Mage Society. And yeah, the party can just stay there and carouse for a while. I don't know if any of you are doing anything in particular as Hannah is led away by snakes into the mouth of the giant snake. Does, Han does Hannah suddenly become safe now that Parallax is married? Well, no. Um, oh, well, maybe I could send out like a trail of ants or something, just like send out a bunch of bugs outside the cave to just signal something weird's going on. Ooh, maybe, can I send out some bugs that look like potatoes? Um, <laughs> there just aren't any bugs here. Oh. There's only snakes and these weird vines. Also, the snakes are walking you past the vines. The vines aren't doing anything. Stick my tongue out at the vines. <laughs> they shift. Okay. Um... Can I turn some of the vines into a line of potato bugs? Uh, you may try to turn some of the vines into a bug. Um, uh, let's transform. The vines are growing thicker and more root-like as you walk. The corridor becoming more closely uh, packed together. There's barely enough space for you to walk and the snakes are slithering through the vines. I got four successes on turning some vines into bugs. Yeah. 
Uh, you create some potato bugs. Great. And I'm going to command them to go find... Oh, they're bug intelligence. I can't tell them to go find a person. If only you had some of their blood. Do I have any of their blood? Ooh, speaking of, I'm covered in my own blood. Uh, well, I probably have some blood of Mona's blood on me because I healed her. Uh, Maybe a little bit of blood, yeah. Okay, yeah, so I'll use that and try to get the potato bugs to go find that person. Okay. Find this blood. Find this blood. (laughs) It's Uh, all over my front. You unleash the potato mosquitoes (laughs) out the mouth of the snake as you are walking down into... There's a shift and you can tell suddenly that you're not really in an underground tunnel. You feel like you've passed into the spirit world or something similar. And it opens up into this massive forest underground of mushrooms and strange fauna and flora that you've never seen. It's a whole ecosystem down here, but entirely alien. And that is where we'll pause this session. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so of course everyone gets a beat. Um, You married her. I would say that the Ethels get a beat for uh, confronting Granny. Parallax gets a beat for marrying. Um, Mona, you get a beat for engaging in political discourse. And Hannah, you get a beat for confronting snakes. Good snake confrontation. Um, Did anybody else achieve any of their aspirations or obsessions. I both learned a little bit more about magic and tried to end my family line. Oh yeah, you definitely get a beat for trying to end your family line and for learning about magic. Yeah. I think I took a step towards understanding the nature of my destiny. Yep. Um, and did I make any headway towards becoming master of life by commanding these snakes as if I was? <laughs> no. Uh, I would say no, not particularly. And yeah, it's been great playing with you all. If you'd like to change any of your aspirations, you may do so. <sighs> I want to keep playing. <laughs> that was fun. All right. Well, I hope that our viewers are enjoying this as much as we are. Um, To humans who are viewing, you can leave likes and comments and just being cool. It's always nice to see what people are commenting on. We just had a commenter say that they loved it when Hannah um, was fighting the spirit of capitalism. So take down that capitalism spirit. Oh, you should you should fight the patriarchy with Numa trying to be all like 
up in that biz. Oh man, he commands. If I was at that wedding, I would have taken down compulsive heteronormative monogamy. Like, yeah. Also, please come save me. <laughs> All right, and that's perfect. I think I'll just I'll just end it right there on and please come save me. <laughs> Thank you.